Hello friends, I'm Vance Rains, Senior Pastor of First Church Coral Springs. Welcome to our podcast. I hope this is a source of inspiration and faith as you grow in your walk with Christ. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the message. Reading from Mark chapter 11, verses 1 through 11. When they were approaching Jerusalem at Bethphage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Just say this. The Lord needs it and will send it back here immediately. They went away and found a colt tied near a door outside in the street. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders said to them, What are you doing untying the colt? They told them what Jesus had said, and they allowed them to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it. And he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut in the fields. Then those who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Then he entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. And when he had looked around at everything, it was already late. He went out to Bethany. As it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock, and our Redeemer. Amen. Do you have a happy place? A place where no matter what happens, everything seems all right. Where everyone there seems to be in your corner. Where the sun shines brighter, flowers bloom fuller, the grass looks greener, even the fruits are juicier and sweeter. Do you have a happy place? Or maybe it's just being with certain people, that whenever you are with them, everything just seems all right. Perhaps it's the beach or the mountains, you're out hiking or fishing or by a river, or maybe even in your backyard. Where is your happy place? Jesus had a happy place. That is where Mary and Martha and Lazarus lived. His happy place was Bethany. It wasn't pretty like we think of pretty places. It was his happy place. He did great deeds of power in Bethany. That's where, um, among other things, he raised Lazarus from the dead. There he was invited to eat at the house of Simon the leper. 
and that's where the woman anointed his feet with her hair. Bethany was the place where he went after he cleansed the temple and everybody was mad at him. Bethany is the place where children celebrate him, where his expectations are high even for a fig tree. And it is Bethany where he led his disciples after his resurrection. And it is from there that he ascended to heaven. Where is your Bethany? As Jesus is silent in the face of his cheering disciples, what do you think he hears? People who know him for his works of power cheer and praise and celebrate him. As he listens, then and now, will he hear our voices cheering in the crowd? Do you know Jesus like that? The one who does deeds of power, works of wonder, do you know him like that? Where is your happy place? Is your happy place where you feel most connected to God? Or is it where you have no need of God? We don't even think about him while we're there. It is so good. Regardless of where your happy place is, all of us can still celebrate Jesus and his works of power by saying, Hosanna. Hosanna is an Aramaic word from the Hebrew, Hosiana, which means save now or save I pray. It was used as an expression of joy and praise for deliverance already received or deliverance that is anticipated. Jews at Passover time gathered and still do today to sing praise to God for remembering their deliverance in the Exodus through the Red Sea. Save us now. As with the disciples, we praise the one who comes in the name of the Lord, bringing gifts of peace and healing and forgiveness and unconditional love and mercy. Do you know Jesus like that? Hosanna is our one word prayer for today. You know what you mean when you say sorry and please and why and wow and ah. Uh, because you routinely use those words, right? Yeah. But who says Hosanna? We say it in, in church, in this service, once a year, right? When was the last time you heard Hosanna? Last Palm Sunday? Yeah, yeah. But it is our one word for today. Save us now. God, save us. Isn't that the cry of all our hearts? It is not a personal prayer like the Lord's Prayer. It is a communal prayer. A prayer 
that we would say it, it's all about what happens to us in community. When we speak of salvation, we often say, God save me. If you were following the prayer Pastor Vance prayed today, if you, were, if you entered into it, you, you would hear him talk about the ways we ask God to save me, deliver me. This Hosanna is not a cry for help, as in save me from trouble or give me a good outcome or just don't let me get caught. But Hosanna is about community. Like in a sense where when the hurricane is coming, we say, God, save us, spare us. Because we don't ask just for my house to be spared. We ask for the collective community to be spared. When we ask God, save the children, we don't just talk about our individual child or, or each person's child, but collective children, generations of children. God, save us more than just me. Today, on this Palm Sunday, as on every Palm Sunday, we remember Jesus' royal entry into Jerusalem. It was triumphal for those who know him, like people like us, his disciples, his followers, celebrating him for the wonderful things he does. But for him, this is a pilgrimage to his suffering and death. Jesus remains silent in this celebration as he looks on and he says, I am Messiah. I will save you, but not in the way you expect. Jesus is present in the world as the one contradicted and rejected by almost every way that human beings go about building their world. That's why the world needs the church. Does God's mission have a church? We as people of faith gather regularly and oftentimes, myself included, are not really conscious of the evils out there, of the things people do and are capable of doing. I often, Angie in the office says this a lot, oh, Pastor Cheryl, I, it's not so. <laughs> and I don't think myself as naive. But sometimes we surround ourselves in the community of faith and we forget that our community needs a collective Hosanna. That people in our families sometimes in our communities need to know the salvation of God. Sometimes we forget. Today 
on Palm Sunday, we remember God save us now. Save us now. Could we join the people and lay down our covering, lay down our cloaks, lay down our bubbles, lay down our facades, and shout, God, save us. Can we do it? Can you see Jesus and celebrate him for our common salvation? John 10, verse 10 reminds us that the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus came so that all humanity can have life and have it abundantly. Not just us, our neighbors, our community, refugees, that they too can have life and have it abundantly. Brothers and sisters, when we say, save us, we say, God, save us from and save us for. Save us from the things that prevent us from living the abundant life. Friends, do we consider the lengths we go through to make our happy places permanent? The many times Jesus stirs us to go to do something and we say, uh-uh, not for me. It doesn't pay enough. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. The people will reject me. Huh? How will they know of the abundant life? This week, I was privileged to be at the 200th anniversary of the commemoration of Methodist missions. Global leaders uh, in the Methodist church gathered in Atlanta to celebrate what God is doing around the world through Methodist missions. And I would be remiss if saying you didn't pay a part in this. Every time you give your offering, a portion of it goes to, to help uh, missionaries around the world. So on their behalf, I thank you. But how, brothers and sisters, will our neighbors know that God is still in the saving business if we don't tell. God, save us. Save our communities. Save our children. Save us from weak resignation to the evils we deplore. We sing that song all the time. Save us from self-centeredness from thinking the world revolves around us and everyone should be like us, should behave like us, should think like us. Save us from thinking it's all about me. 
The days of sacrificing our comforts for the work of the kingdom may seem to be over, but it's not so. There are many in your immediate midst who do it day in, day out. There are people beyond this community who serve God day in, day out. Save us, save us now. Save us from greed, not knowing how much is enough and taking more than our fair share, often at the expense of others. Share, save us from complacency, from thinking somebody else will do it. Save us from pride. If you've lived in Coral Springs for a while, you might remember that on certain intersections, there were some people in bright colored t-shirts who used to sell, somebody said, mm-hmm, who used to sell a little magazine called the Homeless Voice, yes. And our neighbors fought long and hard to get rid of them so that we wouldn't have to always face the problem of homelessness and expensive overpriced housing in our community. It's community, it's community. That's why we need salvation. That's why God always invites us to go and tell, to influence our neighbors. Proverbs 17, verse 5 says, Those who mock the poor insult their maker. Brothers and sisters, we've been saved for the purpose of telling people about this. We've been saved for service to God's kingdom. We've been saved for faithfulness to the task God has for each of us. We've been saved for the task of glorifying God and bringing honor to God's name. This church will participate in a weekend of serving the community on um, May 3rd through the 5th. On the evening of the 3rd, we'll have a potluck dinner and a, and a time of worship and a guest speaker who will be inspirational about service. And then on Saturday, May 4th, all of us will have opportunities to go out and be the hands, of feet, hands and feet of Christ in our communities. There is something for every skill level, and if all you can do is sit and put shampoo and toothbrushes and toothpaste in a little Ziploc bag, there is something there for you as well. All of us have been saved for the purpose of being instruments of love and mercy and grace in our world. Hosanna, save us, God. Save us. We want to pray this prayer more. It's not as easy as please and sorry or why, or even, ugh. But we can say, Hosanna. When you watch the evening news, God save us. What is your world coming to? Can we pray the prayers? 
save us. Hosanna. When we are tempted to dishonor God's name, Lord, we ask that you would save us. Prompt our hearts and minds to cry out, Hosanna, save us, God. Do you still see the wonderful works of God? Do you know Jesus like that? Can you help someone else to know? Hosanna, save us. Today is the beginning of Holy Week. We've invited you on a special journey through Lent. I don't know how many of you were able to engage or, or were, was able to continue. But if you haven't or if you have, I invite you this week to be more intentional in your spiritual life. Read the final chapters of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. It will tell you about the end of Jesus' life. Go through the story again. Pray intentionally. God, save us. God, please. God, why? God, wow. God, sorry. And when you have no words, oh, God, pray for me. Thursday is Monday Thursday. If you don't like all this preaching and people saying all these things to you, Thursday is your night. You just come and experience the Easter story in silence, very low music, um, and go through and, and have an encounter with the Spirit. Friday is the day. And then, brothers and sisters, there will come Easter because after every Good Friday, there is an Easter. We've been praying for breakthroughs for many things. Come Easter, see what God does. See what God does. Followers of Jesus, do you know who he is? Sure you do. Will you tell others that God saves? Can you say it with me, Hosanna? One, two, three. Hosanna. God, save us. Can you whisper it in your heart? Save us, God. Save us. Let us pray. Lord God, we feel the urgency. As you cry out to us, save us. As, you, as we cry out to you, save us. We remember our brothers and sisters who even at this time do not know you. 
Give us the courage we need to let them know you have saved us. Give us the strength to live into our salvation. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. For more information about First Church and our ministries, visit us online at welovefirst.church.